In the last book of the Bible, this vision that God gives to John, he sees a vision of heaven, of what it will be like, this destiny toward which Jesus is leading us, the goal, the end. And in describing what he sees, there's one detail that strikes us. It says, there will be no need of light from a lamp or from the sun. Why? Because the Lord God and the Lamb, Jesus Christ, will be the source of light that illumines heaven. It's going to come from God. And now, this glorious light is allowed to shine forth from within Jesus. This is not a reflection of the sun. This is an uncreated light that comes forth from within Jesus, and it makes his face shine like the sun, and it turns his clothes as light as light, as bright as light. There we go. Now, this is a revelation not only about who Jesus is, but also who we are, what is awaiting us as something that can encourage us in the present. When Jesus describes his return in glory, when he comes to gather all those whom he has made just, what does it say? That these just ones will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. This is what is going to happen to us. We are going to shine like Jesus. When Scripture says that we have become a new creation in Christ, do we understand what that means? Do we know who we are by the free gift of God's grace and love in our life? I'm so blessed to have grown up in a small little town of 3,000 people, Prescott, Wisconsin. That's where I grew up. And we lived right across from a large field. And in that field were all kinds of milkweed plants. And every summer, dozens of monarch butterflies would come to lay their eggs on those milkweed plants. Why did they do that? Well, because of my brother and I. 
because we would go around with a gallon, an empty gallon bucket that used to have ice cream in it, and we would gather all these caterpillars in that bucket. And every day we would change the leaves and watch these caterpillars get larger and larger. And it was wonderful when that morning would finally arrive and you lift up the lid and attached to the lid, each one of them made a chrysalis. And then we had to wait 12, 15 days, and then it was absolutely amazing. It's hard to believe that that wiggly, crawly little caterpillar can actually become something so different. A butterfly, beautiful, that can fly free in the air. What happens to us is way more amazing. What God gives to us that is able to change us into something so much greater. In the West, in the Catholic Church, we like to use the word transformation or transfiguration. In the East, our sisters and brothers who are Catholic in the East, they love to use the word divinization. God became man so that we might share in the nature of God. Let me say that again. God became man that we might share in the very nature of God. The word used for transfiguration in this gospel the Greek word is metamorphosis, which is the word that we use to describe the transformation of that caterpillar into a butterfly. Metamorphosis, metamorphosis, all right, or something like that. All right. This is the change that happens to us and why we need Lent. What is Lent? It's a time of transformation, of metamorphosis, of transfiguration, of us becoming more like Christ. So that one day, like St. Paul, you and I can say, it is no longer I who live, it is Christ who lives in me. How do we understand this moment where the glory within Jesus blazes forth? What the Father says helps us to understand it. What does the Father say on this mountain? He says, this is my beloved Son. Why does Jesus glow? This is how we understand it. 
Jesus is radiant with joy in knowing the Father's love and delight. If you and I fully knew how much God loves us, the immensity and the beauty of God's love for you and me, we too would glow a little brighter. And this is the reason for our repentance and our penance, to remove within us the sin and all that would prevent us from knowing and receiving a greater fullness of the immensity and the beauty of God's love. And the more we receive it like Jesus, we would glow with radiant joy in knowing how much we are loved. We could get rid of our nightlights. We'd glow in the dark. Wouldn't that be wonderful? How do we get from where we are to this glory that will one day be fully revealed? The Father's words are the answer. What does he say? What does he say after he says, this is my beloved son? Listen to him. Listen to him. The biblical understanding of listening always means obedience. It is never just information, but transformation. It is not enough just to hear what God says. We must hear in order to live what we hear. The words translate into life. This is what brings about that transformation. And so Jesus responds to the Father's love by obedience. That's how he returns love to the Father. And he's obedient unto death. Our Lent would be so much different when it comes to the things we have committed to the things that we have decided to give up, to discipline, if we would bring in the spirit of Jesus who did everything for the Father out of pure love and therefore out of pure joy. Let's do that this Lent. Let's open our lives more to the Father's love. Let's receive it into our hearts and let's respond like Jesus in our obedience with love and with joy. And this is what leads to the final glory where our faces will shine with the glory of God one day. But now they can glow, <laughs> glow with the Father's love glow with the joy and love of our obedience to the Father. Amen.